one of my coworkers, he like he had finally seen it, and then just starts like yelling about the new episode like across the bar. And I'm like, bro, like calm down. <laughs> like, we've still got a group of people here that haven't watched it yet. <laughs> I was like, we can have this conversation in the corner later. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yo, Perry, you believe he tried to leave Westview and then just got <laughs> shattered to pieces, bro? <laughs> I can't believe the twins have powers now. <laughs> Evan Peters, he's running around, man. He's the new Quicksilver. What's oh up with Darcy? God. Why is everybody clowns now? <laughs> what is going on, everybody? Thank you for tuning in to Gizmo's Corner yet again. We are out of the panels, and if we're out of the panels, that can only mean one thing. I am joined by the one, the only, my co-host, Perry! What's up, bro? What's going on, buddy? Long time no talk. I know we've been wanting oh. to text each other all weekend, and now is the time <laughs> we get to talk, man. Yeah. Get to unload. Are you, as, are you as excited as I am? Yeah, Absolutely. I don't know if it's possible, man. I don't know if it's. I don't. I just don't know if it's possible. But hey, man, I know uh, someone that is as excited as the both of us, and that's first time guest to the corner, Mister Louis. What's going What's on, going man? On? Hey, thank you for having me. Pleasure to be here. Excited Thanks for coming on. This. Thanks yeah. for coming on, bro. Glad, uh, glad we can make time here and uh, get you on here. Yeah, um, very excited. Very excited. All right, so taking uh, the jacket. Oh yeah, I had, yeah, a, I had to bring Letterman, it out. Letterman jacket. <laughs> had to bring it out. Oh shit! I didn't Adrian's even notice too. that. I didn't even <laughs> notice it. Dude, the back is awesome. If you can. Oh. oh I love this sweatshirt. <laughs> I saw it at Comic Con. I'm like, bought it off the rack. That's dope. So, um, guys, we got a we got a lot to talk about with Wandavision episode six. Right, we're on episode six now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, titled "All New Halloween Spooktacular!" Exclamation point. Uh, before we get into that, we did just have the release of the Zack Snyder Justice League trailer. So I, I just want to spend a couple minutes talking about that, guys. Uh, I, I gotta, I gotta know. We we talked about it a little bit, but right off the bat, what did you guys think of the trailer? Uh, I'm gonna throw it uh, over to you, Perry. What were your first thoughts after watching it? It was a uh... It was very this very Zack Snyder, <laughs> uh, slow mo, a lot of muted colors, some some new uh, some new shots, but I I honestly don't know what to make of it. Looks good. It looked good enough that uh, Nicolette was just like, "Should we watch the other ones?" She's like, "I, I want to watch this." I'm like, "Oh, oh okay." <laughs> I mean, if we have to, I. I guess <laughs> Not as thrilling as like the Marvel Cinematic Universe run. Yeah, it's like I so so many times like you start or not so many times, but it's like you start dating someone. And it's like you want to see the new Marvel movie in theaters, and you're like, hey, we should watch all these movies, and <laughs> so just to get you caught up. But yeah, you don't you don't really have that same feeling with DC. <laughs> like as soon as like as soon as she said, it, I was just like thinking back to like, oh man. I already watched all of them like five years ago. Like <laughs> <laughs> too soon. 
Harry, I just had a flashback of you, man, walking out of the theater after so many like heartaches, like <laughs> like sad, sad like Cheryl Crow music playing in the background uh, as you walk out of the theater. Like, so I went to I went to go see it with Chris Chris Morgan and like we had we saw so Batman vs Superman theaters, and he said that like watching me like eat my burger at the Mickey D's like afterwards was like the saddest thing he'd ever seen. He's like, it was like watching somebody, like a kid who just got told Santa Claus wasn't real. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it was for real though. Um, Louis, what did you think of the trailer? I, I it, it was like when I saw the original one, I got very excited, but soon afterwards, it, it's very tempered expectations. Like like you guys mentioned, it's a lot of a lot of the same shots. Some new, some that have been like you know, uh, brushed up a little bit. I dig the the black Superman suit. Really excited to see that. But hey, I'm just I'm I'm hopeful. I guess that's kind of what the Snyder theme and what you know, things is is always it's inspire hope. But hopefully, you know, it doesn't shatter. I hope it shatters expectations, not my hope that that it'll do well. Yeah, I'm right there with you. I'm gonna I would jump back to something you said, Perry, with the you know very Zack Snyder as it's dark, a lot of slow motion. When the trailer starts and it's Superman like in slow motion, like doing his thing, and I was like, oh come on, man! Like that was like my first thought for the trailer was like, Jesus Christ, we got to watch Superman in slow motion for ten seconds. Like, Dude, that went on for so long. Like I yeah. I thought it was maybe gonna be like a two two second shot. And it's just like most of the trail. I'm exaggerating. It's not most of the trailer, but I was like, yeah. had to look at the timestamp, like as it's going on, and then like he follows it up with another scene of, I guess, the shockwave from his screams. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what is this about? <laughs> what, what, what are we doing here? Yeah. <laughs> Come on, you're better than that. This is this is not what the people wanted. This is not the Snyder cut that people <laughs> wanted. <laughs> like that's the reason it's gonna be four hours because it's gonna be mostly slow mo. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's the whole movie again, just in slow mo. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, one of the, one of the things I loved seeing in this trailer was Dark Side. Yeah, um, I was really happy to see him. And uh, was it Steppenwolf? Steppenwolf looked good. Yeah. Steppenwolf looked good. Um, Steppenwolf coming up to him and like kneeling down to him. It's like, this is what we wanted to see in the original version was he was fighting for a higher being, which is dark side, but we never even got that really in, in the other version. So you always thought they made it seem like Steppenwolf was the overall big bad of that universe. Mm. Um, so it was really cool finally seeing him and he looks dope. What, what do you guys think? Yeah. I mean, dark side, I'm very excited that they're going to incorporate it because I when they had the Nightmare Dream, like originally in the in the first trailer, I was excited to see that because that has major implications on what they're going to be doing on future projects or how it's going to affect everybody. And then they did nothing with it. You know, it was a very, it was just a five what was it, five minute three minute scene, and then Ben Affleck wakes up and nothing really comes of it. But now that we have some context, I I really like, especially the first scene in the of Justice League when they showed like all the original heroes and you see like one of the lanterns and yeah. you know one of the one of the mystical or one of the magic beings like that now it's going to provide more context and I think it, it'll give it more meat 
for us to like really you know dig into and actually as you're talking about it right now it's making me more excited to watch this snyder cut because of all those little things that we got in batman v, v superman that like went nowhere like the dream sequence that was like probably one of the better parts of the movie and like even when he wakes up and future flash is there saying lois is the key and everything and like mm. they went there a little bit with it but it was just like uh it was just one of those things where the producers were like well he did this well just do this and take care of it she just shows up and that's what saves yeah. you know um but yeah the more you're talking about louis it's like the, i'm getting a little bit more and more excited to watch this now just to because it does seem like they're going to follow through with those those plot points a little bit. Yeah, I think um, with the pressure that Snyder was able, on, I guess the fans put on the on Warner Brothers for you know the, to push and do this again. I'm hoping you know we we don't get a another you know Batman origin slow mo that we got, Christ. which was just like we all we get it. We know everybody knows. You can go to like countries where they don't have TVs and they'll know how Batman has like how he became Batman. <laughs> His yeah. parents died. So they probably name him the names. Yeah, they're like able to say "Crime Alley," "Pearls," yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> "Joe uh, Chill," maybe. <laughs> Perry, I know you watch, uh, or you've heard of, or maybe you do watch, and I think we talked about her before. But Comic Book Girl nineteen. Yeah. Do we ever watch or hear of her? No, uh, like a YouTube channel or something. Yeah, 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 yeah. She's a YouTube personality, but uh, after Batman vs Superman came out, instead of doing a review of the movie. She had like clips playing in the background and she showed you how to make an indestructible pearl necklace because <laughs> <laughs> she hated the movie so much. She's like, I'm not going to review this movie. I'm going to show you how to make a good pearl necklace that won't break. <laughs> I read somewhere that like pearl necklaces, like if they're made well, are like notoriously hard to shatter, like to just break apart like that. So yeah. somebody's just like Thomas Wayne, all this fucking money. And you get your <laughs> wife. <laughs> Cheap ass necklace. <laughs> Walmart Target necklace. Could you imagine that's the way she found out that he cheaped out on like the anniversary again or whatever? Oh, that's like... so sad. In her, in her dying oh my breath, God. she knows her husband's a cheapskate. <laughs> and her son will never know. That's what they don't show you in the flashbacks, Bruce saying, like, and that's when I saw my mother look at my father and say, You cheap son of a bitch. <sighs> That's when I decided to become the richest man in the world. <laughs> now I own all the real pearl necklaces. Yeah. Oh, now I'm thinking Bruce wearing a pearl necklace like after he gets out of the pad suit and he's just like, I love you, Mom. <laughs> My God. I do it for you. I would love it if he wore a set of pearls under his costume every night. Yeah. <laughs> like put it like just like mementos of his parents, like put on his dad's cologne from that night, like his mother's pearls. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Alfred comes walking in, he's wearing her lingerie. <laughs> Master Wayne. <laughs> it's like fumbling for his mask. What did, what did I tell you about uh, walking into the game after a certain time? <laughs> oh, I mean, one thing that we haven't talked about also in the trailer Jared Leto. Oh, yeah. Let's talk about uh, Mr. JL. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> Justice League, Jared Leto. Oh, it's all coming together now. Um, yeah, what, uh, 
Louis, what were your first thoughts? Like, uh, they released the images a few days ago, but, mm-hmm. you know, seeing him in the trailer now, uh, he's got, got like, a weird getup. I don't, I don't know. almost looked like he was wearing a bulletproof vest. Yeah, so I think Jerry Lowe's probably going to be an enforcer or just kind of, like, I don't know, somebody wreaking more chaos in already destroyed our, uh, Gotham. And then, he, like, Batman runs into him, I assume, at some point. I like it. I like the design. I like that they very cut it. They cut it back a lot, and I'm, I haven't been a big fan of Jared Leto mostly because of Suicide Squad, but that is like undeserved, I think, anger and mistrust of the character or mishandling of the character. But I'd say that's I blame that on the director, also Jared Leto too, because I heard of how he was trying to be method. Oh yeah, like, he was just being a dick the whole time. Yeah, he's just being yeah. the weird, weird like yeah, whatever. Yeah, but I think with if Snyder's leading the helm, I think he's be able to rein it back and give us what we you know what we what should expect. But at least from this Joker that apparently had killed one of the Robins, right? Yeah. Yeah, I was wondering what the uh, story was going to be behind with his new look, and I guess it's just a time skip between whatever happens and then the nightmare future. Well, I just hope they never mention the weird tattoos and everything ever again. Mm. See, I think I'm the only person on the planet where the tattoos didn't bother me. I, I think I'm one of few people. Like, I didn't necessarily hate Jared Leto as the Joker. I, I, I did. I'll say this constantly: is the opening scene where I think it's the scene with him in common when he says this big honka honka is just like that's way too over the top. Mm-hmm. Um. But for the most part, like I enjoyed that that concept of the Joker. Not not saying so much I enjoyed Jared Leto's version of the Joker, but I like the idea that it was something different. Like short green hair, he had the tattoos and everything. Um, share damage written across the forehead was might have been a little too much, which we see it's not on him anymore in this. Um, which in this kind version. of implies that like he draws that on every time he goes out. And dude, that would be funny. <laughs> like, if that gets called, I hope that gets called out in the movie. And like, that's the that's like his thing. Like, yeah, I uh, I draw it on. <laughs> I I practice scripts when I've been locked up in Arkham. Very <laughs> funny if, uh, if Batman like kidnapped the kidnapped the Joker and got the like the tattoo removal done on him. Oh, yeah. Like his whole body. <laughs> just like just that's, his, that's his way of, like, since Arkham doesn't do shit to him, he just, like, removes his tattoos, sends him back out into the streets. <laughs> uh, like, no, no, not my damage tattoo. It's my favorite. <laughs> that's why I put it on my head. <laughs> what do you guys think, though, like, with this new image of his? Because he's got the long hair and everything. You know, the lipstick is all smeared all over his face. The eyeshadow is smudged it's very reminiscent of heath ledger's joker do you think this might be warner brothers trying to go back being like hey the people really loved heath ledger's joker like they like this interpretation maybe we should give this back to him again like the long hair you know let's not piss him off anymore with the tattoos i'm not sure like what do you guys think louis um do you think that that might have had something to do with the way he looks now I think yeah, I think fan reaction for sure had some some sway in it, but we've 
we've seen it time and time again. Usually the studios just don't get us by any means. They're like they try to hit the mark and they're so off that we get, you know, Jared Leto. And we get Suicide Squad. Where they like, you know, want to shoehorn in like Queen songs when it doesn't is not relevant at all or specific to the movie. But I I think Snyder probably recognized that too, that you know, it, it could be an homage for all we know to, to Heath Ledger. Um but I think it just looks cleaner. Like just I do like what you said, Rob, you know, reimagining it, do something different with the character. I like the Kingpin like aspect of it. See if if this is like just this type of joker in the future or see how he's changed and everything like that. If we get like more maybe a little more context, we'll see that maybe there's a reason for the image change or like his appearance change. But yeah, I think probably I would say it was probably Snyder. Like leaning on the fans and like, you know what? Let's clean this up, but not mess with you know what people have with expectation wise. Yeah, I'm I'm with you on that. The, and that's not me saying I don't I don't like this this image of him. I think it, you know, it, the amount of time that has gone by, as long as it is the exact same Joker from Suicide Squad, like as long as it's still following the parallels, um, and it's just like as time's gone, time has gone on. Obviously, his hair has grown out and everything. He's just like. You know, I'm I'm cool with it with the way it looks. Perry, are are you cool with the image of it? Yeah. Like I, uh, I'm I really thought like you I... were just gonna say yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm with I'm with you, man. Like I love, like we've had so many different people play the Joker as well as play the bat play Batman. That like anytime they do something different, I'm for it. Whether it whether it hits or it misses, like I'm just glad they took the shot. So, like, I liked, I dug him in uh, Suicide Squad. I like what they're doing. I like him here, like, with the, how he looks in this post-apocalyptic Gotham. But I hope they, like, I I could see them leaning towards, like, making him more Heath Ledger-like. But I hope that they have enough confidence in the Joker that they created to just kind of let him be and do his own thing. And like keep that as like just a slight homage to it. If they stick to that character aspect, the gangster Joker, who over time has just been beaten down and is he does look a lot more psychotic. And you know, I'm I'm hoping we don't get those same mannerisms that we got from Heath Ledger, like like the the way he speaks and everything, his body movements. Like I hope we still stick to that same character that Jared Leto was doing, um, just a little bit more disturbed or damaged. Um, <laughs> And I I've also, too, I, I mean, we're probably only going to get him for like, yeah, maybe 10 minutes, if that mm-hmm. like it's going to be a small little snippet that we're going to have of the Joker in here, which I think. Yeah. But yeah, like that, the small bit that we get is going to carry a lot of weight. Like even more, though, because if this is like the the way for, you know, as much as I am on that, but where I don't I did not like how Leto handled joker i like what they were going for i didn't like the execution of it um but yes if we this is like his redeeming moment right yeah so yeah, like, this is yeah the he fucks us this up like, yeah, yeah. You don't, you, <laughs> walking phoenix already won an oscar man like you are going to be replaced if you don't if you don't nail this you had the guy before and after you yeah. melt our hearts <laughs> this is your second time to do this bro and it, dude I'm, I'm happy he's getting a second chance at it uh, I'm like I'm not the biggest Jared Leto fan or anything like that, but I'm happy he's getting a second chance to redeem himself. 
what else about yeah, the trailer? I mean, oh, go ahead, Perry. I don't want to cut you off. Oh, no, this kind of goes into what your next question was. Like, I like that the whole cast is getting a chance, another chance to, especially mm-hmm. Cyborg. Yeah. Like, yeah. they cut out so much of his story that, like, almost all of his scenes in the trailer were, like, cut out of the movie. Mm-hmm. And it's crazy because with the whole, I don't know if you guys heard about re- the re- recent uh, Josh Whedon things coming out. Yeah. But Ray Fisher, like, called him out. And he yep. also called out, like, some of the DC people because they were standing by him, and he's been a jerk for many, many years. Yeah. And now it's just like, yeah, like, I want to see more Cyborg. And, like, hopefully we do because he, he had a pretty pretty dope uh, backstory, and I think he was, he's, he was, he's central to, the like, to bringing them together. Yeah, he was one of my favorite parts about the original version of the film. Mm. And I wish I, wish we had gotten a lot more of him. Yeah, he was just kind of pushed to the back, unfortunately, in that movie. Like, maybe yeah, they had was... used up the CGI budget for uh, to remove Cavill's mustache. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What's more important, a dope-looking cyborg, or getting rid of that mustache? Mustache. <laughs> You're like, yeah, I can't contract. Contractually obligated to keep this mustache. I I really wish they just wrote it into the movie. Like yeah. he just grew like while he was buried, he just like grew that somehow or like came back like with the resurrection process, just comes out of the water with that mustache. <laughs> <laughs> Even in death, like yo yeah, like hair still grows sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> oh you can't yeah, you just come out with the whole thing like in the comics. That was always really dope. And I bet Cavill could do that. Oh, you, you rocked that in uh, Mission Impossible, right? The mustache. Yeah, yeah, that's why he. Yeah, that's why they had to. Yeah. For that one stupid little scene that meant nothing. Yeah, just cut out that scene. Do another scene. Yeah, it was Do that one else. scene. It didn't matter. It was a stunt double. Like you know, uh, it, it's it, but that's what I'm talking about. It's like that's the studio's decision to just waste money, and everybody it just became a meme. Like, yeah. Immediately, like you, you're just making a mockery of it. It was Mustache Gate, wasn't it? Isn't that what they were calling mm-hmm. it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I just want a movie where like they're all rocking like seventy stashes, <laughs> or just like facial hair for. Well, that's uh, Wonder Woman as a <laughs> curly Q mustache. <laughs> <laughs> she's just, just like doing one of these like every time she's talking. <laughs> Funny enough, actually, if we, to go back to the Joker, bring back the '60s '70s Joker. Where he had the makeup and the painted, oh, yeah. painted over his mustache with the makeup. Him, yeah. yeah. <laughs> he just didn't even bother trying to hide it. I mean, what else in this trailer? Anything else stand out to you guys? Because, like, other than, like, for me, like, Dark Side, uh, Black Suit Superman, Joker, uh, it uh, does look look like we're getting a little bit more cyborg. But, Louis, Louis what were you going to say? I say, I'm very excited to see how Diana goes into the mythology of dark side because i think that's where they're going to go with like because of the symbol that the omega symbol yeah so i'm gonna be like she's always like you know into well she's an expert in right like archaeology and knowing languages and all that so hopefully we see like through the like eras of different times like she'll like i think there's a one where she's in like a cave or something like that or at least in some kind of old i don't know monastery or something where you see hieroglyphs and stuff and that's what I want to see. I want them to like 
pepper in different things, make make this universe more rich with detail. So you can come back later and you know, polish it up or you know, bring it up again and be like people will recognize things. Like Shazam did a really good job with that. Yeah. That's honestly something I didn't think I didn't know that I needed. Like it would be nice if they took time with the movie to have her like maybe doing like hands on research, like traveling around the world trying to mm-hmm. find out more of this stuff. And yeah, like you got her, enemy, right? Yeah. Like while Bruce is going around uh recruiting everybody, she's off doing that and doing uh she did all the information gathering legwork. Yeah, it's besides that, like I I think we've hit like kind of every, all the points that in the two and a half minute trailer that is half slow mo. <laughs> so we, you know, we pulled a lot of content out of it. I wonder if anybody's like gonna make a uh, regular speed trailer. <laughs> like speed, speed up, up all those scenes. I hope someone speeds up all the slow mos in the new cut and see how much how much is like actually see so be like it's actually three hours and twenty minutes. <laughs> and forty minutes of it is fast forward to slow. Hopefully he'll he's also learned. It's literally the old movie with some slow mo scenes <laughs> and we added Jared Leto and Dark Side. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and Superman's got his black suit on now. I hope you guys are happy. <laughs> oh, man. I'm going to be so mad if it's just, like, CGI recolored suit and, like, not even an actual black suit. Right. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, they had like the he, cut well, scenes. They had the cut scenes, too, didn't they? Were, like, he, yeah. Yeah. Well, Also, I, we're getting... So, Cavill did shoot new scenes? I have no I, idea. I don't, I, was like, I don't think Ben Affleck did Affleck did. Affleck oh, he did. Affleck okay. did, and obviously Leto them. did. Um, I don't think Fisher did, because he's been. Did Fisher shoot new scenes? No, I don't think so. But I know that because uh, they they have Martian Manhunter, or they confirmed him at least. And oh, God. Uh, I knew yeah. that. Like I was hoping so much, and then at some point, I'm like, they're never going to bring him up again. Because they were talk, they were talking with the. Uh, I don't know. This might be a spoiler. I think I knew what who the character who who it is in the movie. Okay. What, Jimmy? Uh, what's the spoiler? It's the general. Oh. Steel. Oh yeah. Which one? Yeah, because yeah. he he originally was wasn't he in. Yeah, he's in Man of Steel. Yeah. See, I thought it was the, yeah. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. I thought it was the janitor in the. Oh yeah. When they that one flash and that when the flash has to help out. Because I was like, that looks well. Yeah, there's there was a few things like when uh, what's the name of the the organization that was working on the oh. mother box? Yeah, um, Skynet, Star Labs, Star, Star, Star Labs. Labs. Yeah, and I and I want to say that there was something like that was reminding me from one of the animated movies where Martian Manhunter was disguised as a, like a janitor. Because he accidentally uh, like causes him to have a like a heart attack when he mm-hmm. comes back from the ship, or yeah, it comes back when they when the ship's like from coming back from Mars. But oh no, it's a scientist. Whatever. Yeah, no, they no, had uh, a <laughs> then uh, interview with him, and he said he had done some mocap work. Oh, that's awesome. For uh, for the movie, so like he has no idea what the finished product's gonna look like. He just knows that he did. A few scenes. Who did the motion capture? Who was the actor? 
uh, is it Henry Lennox? Harry Lennox? Yeah, I know. I know what you're talking about. This is a good pick. Yo, the guy they got for Supergirl is awesome. Harry, Harry Lennox. Yeah. Oh yeah, he's perfect. Yeah, he's good. Rob, have you have you watched the DC animated movies? Uh, I was watching them for a while. Like that's that's like one of the things I love as far as the new movies goes is the animated stuff. Uh, I think the last one I watched, Assault on Arkham, I've watched like ten times because that one's great. Um, what was the last one I watched? It might have been. What was the? What was one of the last ones that came out? Uh, did you watch any of the, the Teen Titans, like Teen Titans vs. Justice League? I didn't watch Teen that Titans, one. Teen Titans, um, Judas Contract. Uh, uh, the most recent one was Justice League Apocalypse War, which is absolutely insane. Is that good? Oh, yeah. It's like, so I think the DC animated is about 10 years, I think, maybe a little over 10 years. It's a, it's like Endgame. Dude, it's like if they bring everything together and really? it's absolutely nonstop. Like, I would love to. I would love to do, I know Perry and I have discussed this before to do a viewing, like on like a Zoom or whatever, because that, that movie's dope. The newest Superman is actually really good, too. What's the, what's it called? Uh, which one? The Justice League Apocalypse Wars. Uh, Apocalypse Wars? Yeah, that one's, and then the one before that. There's Judas like, Contract, that's with, uh, is that the one with Vandal Savage? Uh, no. Oh, there's the Suicide Squad uh, sequel, not uh assault on arkham that one the newest suicide squad oh justice league dark is really good that's with swamp thing and uh constantine mm-hmm. yeah that's the one i haven't watched yet that's a, i think i watched the one right before that uh but justice league dark i really wanted to watch because i love swamp thing um yeah those i say they all like are really good uh, i can't think of one that kind of disappointed me the suicide squad is very good but yeah you can watch them like they're all i think it starts with flashpoint and Flashpoint, then, Flashpoint's probably still my favorite out of all the animated ones. Yeah, it's really I had good. such a great time with that movie. Yeah, man. I, I'm gonna, I have to eventually buy them all. But I think most of them are on HBO Max. Mm. But not all of them. I know Scott went through most. But yeah, highly recommend. Actually, they, they just came out with... Uh, oh, man. I don't know if you guys heard. It's, it came out like a month ago, two months ago. But it's called Batman... What is it? Batman. Oh, yeah. It's the one that takes place in the 70s, right? Yeah, so it's like kung fu, like seventy style. Oh, the the ninja one, Batman Ninja, is that the one you're talking about? No, where they're like samurais. Cool. That one's pretty cool. I like the Batman Soul of the Dragon. So it's it's like Batman meets Bruce Lee in like that kind of seventies style martial arts shooting and everything. Like it's it looks so like so much fun. Apparently, it's getting great reviews too. But the new Superman one movie is really good. It got Lobo in it. Ah, oh, Lobo. I was surprised. I was actually really surprised. They got uh, Ryan Hurst to voice him. Ryan Hurst. Mm-hmm. I gotta look this guy. I don't know Sons of Anarchy. Oh yeah, Young Justice too. If you haven't checked that out, that's a must. Oh, Opie. Mm-hmm. He's also uh, what's his name in Remember the Titans. And for sheer. Hey, actually, you know what? Let Let's uh, while we're still talking about like trailers let's talk about actually some news that came out um did you guys hear about who the villain one of the villains is going to be for the spider-verse no uh recently or yeah how recent 
mm, past couple of days, they announced that uh, the, the animated Spider-Verse, not Spider-Man 3, but Spider-Verse oh, 2. Oh. I know. I know. I got confused, too. And I was at once you f- hear who the villain is, you're going to be it'd be like, wait, what? <laughs> um, the spot. Really? OK, yeah, that was my response to Louis. <laughs> oh. <laughs> you know what? Good. Yeah, let's spot. Wow. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So he's going to when I saw the title of the spot to be in villain in the Spider-Verse, I was like, are you fucking kidding me? Because I was thinking Spider-Man three, but it's for the the animated Spider-Verse. The spot is supposed to be one of the villains in that, which uh, my my first introduction to the spot was the 90s cartoon, which I don't know if you guys remember that episode, but I remember seeing him for the first time in that show and being like, oh, my God, this is he's I didn't I don't I didn't like the character, but the concept of him, they actually did a lot of characters wrong in that cartoon when you look back at it. Mm-hmm. He should be a pretty fun character to have in in that movie, especially since like his powers, like he has like multiple black holes all over his body, and he can throw the black holes and everything. So that kind of does fit into the multiverse aspect, kind of. Um, so it would be a cool, unique villain to have in that show or in that movie, uh, I guess. Whether he's the main villain or just like one of the lackeys, like what we got in the first movie with, you know, we had so many. We had Scorpion, Prowler, Tombstone, Lady Doc Ock. But <laughs> you guys are cool. With, you guys are cool with this too, Perry? Mm-hmm. I like that idea. I mean, if they, I have all faith. That's, it's funny. Uh, I don't know if, I know, uh, actually, I don't know if either of you guys have seen Have you guys seen the new Blockbuster game? No. It's awesome. Uh, I would bring it down. I don't know where it is right now, but it has a, it, like, it's, I'll ex- I could explain after the call and everything, but um, they have Into the Spider-Man, Into the Spider-Verse in there, and it's, like, my favorite comic book movie, so if they're choosing the spot, I think they chose it for a reason, and I have full faith that they'll, like, make this character into something that we didn't see before, like uh, they did with uh, Vulture. Yeah. Like, I have all faith that they, spot is... I wasn't expecting to hear that at all. I would have never guessed it. What do you think, Perry? Yeah, I like the idea. He's a, He can be a dangerous villain, so mm-hmm. we'll see what he can do. I hope this starts a trend of uh, them reaching for Sp- Spidey's extended like roster of villains. I mean, Sp- Spidey's second to Batman. They... A lot of people say that Batman has the best rogues gallery. I still say Spider-Man has the best rogues gallery. Uh, it's not just because he's my favorite superhero, but uh, his characters are just so much. I don't want to say so much more fun, but I, I got so much more enjoyment out of his his roster of villains. So, yeah, I'm with you, man. You could you could dig deep into into Spider-Man's gallery and you're always guaranteed to pull something good out. Um, I mean, we still got the Jackal. Multi Man, uh, Cardiac, Chameleon. We yeah, still chameleon. got. I'm surprised we've never gotten a Chameleon. Mm. I guess that one. I would, would like be a little it. Bit hard to pull. Uh, I would like it if they had uh, that one guy in that one comic who just put on a supervillain outfit so that he could rob a bank. He's just some regular dude. <laughs> <laughs> I know who you're talking about, but I don't know the name. I know exactly who you're talking about, though. <laughs> Yeah, because like the apparently like the way the laws are set up in the Marvel universe, like if you have a like 
if you're a super villain, you get like different. Like he he wouldn't have gotten arrested for uh, robbing a bank. It would have been something else. He wouldn't go to he wouldn't go to prison. He would go. Uh, it's like an insane asylum or whatever. No. So it's just like fuck. It, I'm just going to exploit these rules or these laws. With the news of the spot being, you know, one of the villains or antagonists in this movie, who are some other Spider Men you guys hope we get to see? For me, at like. With the tease at the end of the other Spider-Verse of possibly getting Miguel, I would love to see Miguel. Yeah. Um, I really hope we get him in the next movie. But is there is there any other ones like that you guys would want to see? Spider-Punk. Yes. Yeah. Spider-Punk for sure. It'd be cool to see the 90s animated one. Mm. They're self-referential like that. It'd be nice. Like, he's on his way back from, like, the last Spider-Verse mission he just had. <laughs> yeah. Just riding like, on just, a... Like, I was just in one of these... <laughs> just like, like, he, like, comes in on the back of Madam Webb's chair. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because the end to that series was... It, was it... It wasn't the the Secret Wars, right? It well, He had to go into the future and everything, and he fought, like, future Venom and future Carnage or something. I think it was called, like, Spider, Spider-Verse. Hang on. Was, was that the last episode? Yeah, because he was like, he just finished. I forgot. Why can't I remember who the villain was? Because they brought together, you had like Doc Ock Spider Man, you had the Silver Ru- Spider Man. You had Ben Riley. Yeah, I was going to say. I would love to get Ben Riley in the Spider Verse movie. Oh, that'd be oh, so wow. fantastic. I actually want to do a rewatch. So it was Secret Wars, and then it goes into Spider Wars. That's what it was. Wow, yeah, because wow. he, he didn't get a break at all. <laughs> yeah, it was back to back. I remember because the Secret Wars, it was like, what was it? He had Storm, uh, Iron Man, or maybe, no, Storm, maybe War Machine. Fantastic Four. The Fantastic Four. Not all the Fantastic Four. Yeah. But like he picked like different people to be on his team. And then they fought like the Lizard, uh, Doctor Doom. Was it Doctor Doom? Yeah, Doom's, yeah. Because I think he was like the the leader of the the villain squad in that, those episodes yeah they got doc ock doom alistar lizard and red skull mm-hmm. damn was captain america also on spider-man's team yeah they have cap iron man storm the x-men fantastic four oh yeah spider beyonders in this i forgot <laughs> oh, God, actually, with this I, mullet. Actually, started yeah. being, I started the uh, X Men animated series again on Disney Plus. I was gonna move. I was gonna go on to Spider Man, and this is just making me want to watch it more. I started watching uh, X Men Evolution the other day. Oh, nice! And uh, I didn't start it from the beginning. I was watching because I couldn't remember how that show ended. So I watched the last three episodes where they're fighting Apocalypse. Mm-hmm. It was pretty dope. Uh, but, I always love. X twenty three, X twenty three, yeah, I, that was uh, yeah, that's she was created I think on the animated and then yeah, her yeah, yeah. yeah her and I did that with Harley too, right? Mm-hmm. Harley Quinn, yeah, same thing. She was created for the 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 show, the cartoon, and Renee Montoya. Mm-hmm. Yeah, besides those Spider Man, oh Japanese Spider Man, yeah, oh oh manga manga verse, where he's got the claws on his hands. Either him or the one from like the nineteen seventies. Oh, that one! Everyone, everybody wants that Spider Man. So I wouldn't be surprised if we got him. Everyone's craving for that Spider Man. I just lo- I loved when he showed up in the comics, like for the big battle that they have, and like they shit like Miles and everybody shows up late, 
and it's like, sorry, we had to take a stop in Japan. They're like, for what? And the mecha just comes <laughs> yeah. through. <laughs> yeah, I like oh, yeah. the. Uh, I really like the Mangaverse Spider-Man because, like, how they changed the background and everything, where it was like, you know, Uncle Ben was like his sensei, and like, mm. the Kingpin was like a sumo wrestler, and instead of like having actual powers like he had claws on his hands and that's how he was able to climb up the walls and instead of webbing he just used like a grappling hook mm-hmm. uh and i remember oh, like, when they like the ninja claws yeah yeah, yeah. oh nice yeah, yeah so and like he his his costume was cool too because like he had his hands wrapped up in bandages and everything and it was it was a really cool like unique twist to the character and i remember when they did like a crossover where it was like the manga verse, so like X Men were manga and uh, or manga, and uh, you know the Hulk was actually like uh, Godzilla. So like, oh, yeah, That's he got crazy. angry and he turned into like a giant monster destroying the city and everything. Like I thought that was a really cool like twist on the characters. But that Spider Man was I I like that version. I hope he pops up. If not in this next one, maybe like one of the next ones that comes down the road. Shoot, we're getting there. We might be getting there, considering how WandaVision's going. Yeah. Well, speaking of which, you guys ready to hop into WandaVision now? Yes, sir. Yeah. WandaVision, episode six, uh, just premiered this past Friday. I say this every week. We talk about it, Perry. This show just keeps getting better and better, and this episode has not proven me wrong. As of right now, I don't want to jump the gun and say it's probably one of my favorite shows of all time, because Marvel does have a tendency of doing that, saying this is a great movie, you know. Uh, even though Infinity War is one of my favorite movies of all time now, but uh, this show it's it's so unique, and every episode uh, it just gets me, and it keeps me hooked even by the end of the episode, and uh, I'm still all about it. What you, you got to be feeling the same way as me after watching this episode. What do you think? Oh, absolutely! Like they've been doing a good job of just answering questions while asking more at the same time. And I'd like, I usually go into these things, like especially in the MCU, like confident in my ability to maybe kind of try to discern what direction they're headed, what type of things they're going to reveal. But WandaVision has been pulling the rug out from under me, like randomly. I'm just like, Oh, I got you. And then like drop something like a uh, Pietro or, without getting ahead of ourselves, like, what happens with Vision? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Louis, so your opinion is brand new to everybody. Um, I'm, I mean, me and you have talked. Obviously, I know what your feelings are about the show, but, like, up until this point, like, the latest episode, what what are you feeling, how everything's playing out so far? Well, I I agree with you that this it's getting better and better. It's nothing... This is nothing that I have seen, and none of us have actually, like, kind of seen before where they can jump and they are so self-referential self-referential and i i wouldn't be surprised if this is all our favorite episodes because this is the 90s early 2000s this is like the era that we grew up in so it was very they are very aware of what they're doing they even call out the tropes with like with pietro saying he's like hey i'm here just to like wrestle up kick up some dirt in the air you know be the second second father figure and all this stuff and he's just with the kids talking into the camera breaking the fourth wall like Malcolm in the middle or like other shows that we grew up like our boy meets world you know that kind of stuff it's so they know what they're doing and I know that they're going to subvert our expectations because it's always fun to guess but then they tell us something else like oh there's another character come back no it's going to be Pietro from the end that 
the Fox X-Men universe. It's not going to be what's-his-face from before. So they can throw that stuff at us and then always seeing, like, yeah, what, what's going to happen to Vision? What's, ha- what's going to happen to Darcy? Like, everybody that's... Or what's going on with uh, Rambo? Like, all this stuff is just amazing. And it's always giving context. Now that there's... Impl- like, obviously there's ramifications from the blip and then, the like, everybody coming back. But that gap of five years where the guy's like, you didn't know what it was like. No, I want to know what it's like. Like, now that's quite... Like, like, like Perry said, you know, when they answer questions, it just give, it, it just gives us more to want to, like, to fill in the, the holes or, like, the like you know, those details that we're missing out on. Yeah, that's a great way to put it, too. Um, uh, it's... I, I reference... I, I use this as a terrible example of how to introduce mystery into a show, and that's Lost. Lost... All the way up until their final season, they had maybe four episodes left in the in the series, and they were still throwing mysteries at us and everything. And by the time you got to the end of the you know the, mm-hmm. the series finale, you had a million questions that went unanswered. Whereas this show is, it feels like it's doing it the right way because this is not a stupid company that is doing this. Mm-hmm this production of this show uh everything is always well thought out you have a genius like kevin feige running it and any mysteries that there might be in this show if it's not answered in this show it is eventually going to be answered so uh even though we're hit with mysteries from episode one till now a lot of questions have been answered and even though there's still a lot of mystery and questions that we're asking ourselves and asking each other uh it's it's still so brilliant the way it's done and it's like you're gonna it it's very hard to put into words of how how perfect uh this has been written out like let's talk about some of the the mysteries that we still have going on even after this episode like uh pietro why do we have evan peters from the x-men universe here uh vision how is he back uh what's the deal with acting director tyler who is the person in witness protection? Who's the aerospace engineer? There's all these questions that we still yeah. have. And, you know, uh, at some point in time, they are going to be answered because they have been answering the questions for us. Um, but that's what I love about this show, that there's always a mystery. Let, let's actually dig into this episode, though. Uh, Lou, you mentioned Malcolm in the middle of the... Every episode does start based off of some form of sitcom uh, opening. And this one was Malcolm in the middle and I thought that it was, uh, for one, we, we saw Vision beat a child. <laughs> did you guys, did, am I the only one that saw that <laughs> Vision the, beat a child? <laughs> but is it a child? Oh. It's a demon spawn. All right, you're yeah. on my side, Louie. You know, you know what's up. <laughs> you know about Mephisto. You're not playing around. I'm glad you're here, buddy. <laughs> nice. It's crazy, man. All this stuff, like, it, it, it threw me for a loop because I knew I was, I should have expected it. It would have been like Malcolm in the Middle or like something like that. But breaking the fourth wall, who are they talking to? Do they themselves know? Is it subconsciously that they're doing it? Because right when somebody was breaking that barrier, Wiccan freaked out. Yeah. He was like, no, Vision's in trouble. And there's guys, there's just soldiers. Probably never seen a soldier in his life. Yeah. But he's uh-huh. like, no, those are soldiers. And there's all this stuff that, like, is going on in. What kind of like vision walking out with the, the mind stone, mm-hmm. and you're just so, like, is that is that now fabricated back in the reality? Talking about that too. Talking about Wiccan or Billy, uh, talking to the camera, breaking the fourth wall within. Well, 
so does Tommy. They both talk to the camera at one point right in the opening, but uh, it's mainly it seems like it mainly focuses more around Billy. And I don't know if you guys caught it, but the one scene when they're sitting down playing video games and he says, mom and dad have been, well, I wouldn't say fighting, but and he's talking. And if you look at Evan Peters in the background, he looks over at him like, yeah, like yeah. who are you talking to? Yeah. Uh, so I'm, yeah, he's the I'm, only one that kind of noticed it. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't I honestly I didn't watch Malcolm in the Middle. That wasn't a show I was into. I, I'm, I'm not too familiar with it. Like, I know I, I know. Brian Cranston and Frankie Muniz were in there, but I never actually watched the show. Um, so I'm not, I do know he talked to the camera in there, but I don't, was anyone else, did you guys ever watch that show? A little bit, not, yeah, not I didn't a watch lot. Too much. I just knew what the break in the fourth wall, kind of like Saved by the Bell. Yeah. Where they do that. So it's just, it's like a, it was, it's like, it's one of those things that are just, but it, it, I was like, all right, they didn't do it, they only did it near the beginning. And then they kind of like trail it off because, all right, now it's not. Now it's focusing on vision, kind of like being the child exploring out into the world and, you know, not knowing what's going on. He's like, he's innocent beyond, you know, his, beyond what, like, you know, beyond the outside world where they're like, and then he's finally confronted by it. But I like that Quicksilver like looked over at, I think it was, uh, you said Billy? Yeah. yeah. It was just like, I was like, oh, yeah, he's. He's a fly on the wall. He's not really. He's there to kick up dust and everything like that. But now he's doing, I think, in different ways. Like not only within the, sh- not only within Wandavision, but also within like the this imaginary world that one has created. We, Louis, are, uh, me and Perry are essentially on the same page here. Um, as far as Evan Peters as Quicksilver or Pietro, uh, do you think that this is actually the reincarnation of him, or do you think that there's something? Uh, malevolent or you know dark about him like do you feel like this might be a darker essence of some something else I think so with what they showed in like that commercial for the magic yo or yo magic Mm -hmm. I think that was I've been reading a little bit online so I can't take all the credit but some of it says like you can be given you know the magic the ability but like you can't you can't escape death so like I don't think like, it was weird seeing Pietro's corpse, kind of like we saw Vision's corpse, when she, like, looked at him and saw the bullet wounds, but it was still Evan Peters. Yeah. And not the other guy. So I'm like, maybe this isn't a reanimated corpse. Maybe she's, they're trying to, you can't create life, right? Or bring people back, but you can maybe pull from other, you know, places and kind of replace the person, you know. Like, there's different versions of us. <clears throat> Say, like, my prime version, you know, form dies but somebody wants to bring me back it'll pull me from an alternate reality instead of bringing the person back that you wanted so it could be like a monkey's paw wish or if she's working with Mephisto she's like I want Vision and my brother back he's like alright but you didn't say what version mm. like I know that other worlds exist multiverses exist but you don't but I'm gonna you know bend it to my will and like use you as a weapon to bring you know whatever <clears throat> so it could go either way but yeah otherwise she's yeah, walking around with a reanimated corpse of her dead brother, trying to bring it back to life. So, do you think it's actually, you think it's actually Pietro? It's hard to. Oh, so I like actually uh, instead of being like another person. Um, okay. Yeah, like, it's, it's it's definitely another person. Um, but like, do you think it's actually like, like, do you think it's it's Pietro from another? Uh, 
time and space playing uh, within the multiverse? Or do you think, because in my, who I think it is, I do, I think everything is Mephisto. That's, that's no surprise to anyone that's listening. It's like, I think everything on this show is going to be Mephisto. Uh, but I, I have a strong feeling that this, it might actually be him pretending to be, to be her brother. Hmm. Yeah, he could be trying to get more information. He was very curious to how she was able to do things. Mm-hmm. And how he knows about, even though that version of Quicksilver didn't have a sister, but he knows about this. He's like, this is a long way from, you know, just wiggling your fingers and giving people nightmares and stuff. Like, how do you know all that? Yeah. But not know, like, your upbringing, like how that one guy was in the orphanage that he's like, oh, you're testing me. And he doesn't answer it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, like, that, uh, like the cutaway gag that he had about, like, Halloween. Like, I wonder if that was a memory that he was implanting in her, if it was, like, actually one that she had. Yeah. Oh, the cutaway. Yeah. She was like, yeah, that's not how I remember it. Yeah. So it could be somebody, yeah. Somebody's, she's pulling the strings, but somebody could be pulling hers for sure. In that way, just like, or just nudging her. You know, like, the devil in your ear. It's not going to push you off the ledge, but he's going to be like, you know, there's something really interesting off that ledge, though. I, I'm kind of leaning on the Mephisto thing, too. But there's something else, because... Yes, there's something reality bending because from what I know, what we know, like we haven't seen her change reality in the way that she's doing it now. Like I get how she with her with the Mind Stone, like kind of giving her powers. They they that's a little like up in the air. We don't really know exactly to what extent Hydra gave her her powers or if they want to rewrite that or kind of make it a little more detailed. I think that that's going to be a huge implication. And there's something reality bending because she didn't do any of that. Like, that wasn't something that has we've seen before. And now that the stones are gone, God knows, like, could be somebody, like, just using her as an agent or as a, as a vessel to to do what they want to do. Yeah, and, I mean, the, the theory that, that you know, I'm, I'm kind of going with here is that Wanda, you know, how this all started anyway, as far as the theory goes, is Wanda went, she got Vision's remains, um, she met up with, I'm just throwing it all out there. Uh, she got Vision's remains, went up, met up with uh, Agatha, a.k.a. Agnes. Um, uh, they did a spell, and that's how that they ended up somehow getting involved with Mephisto. Mephisto says, yes, this, this, and this. Uh, Westview was created. Uh, Infinity Stone. Uh, that's the shortened version of my long, long concept of what might have happened, but... As far as Mephisto goes, we do know from the Infinity Wars in the comics that Mephisto was a big part of the Infinity War. You know, he was wanting the Infinity Stones just as much as Thanos was, uh, for the most part. We've speculated on here, you know, Perry, you mean you have talked about this too, Louis. I'm curious what your, your thoughts are, but especially with the commercials and everything. And like, even this episode with seeing the Mind Stone, not only in Westview, but also when Vision exits Westview, the Mind Stone is still there. Uh, so is this a coup as far as recreating the Infinity Stones? Because uh, we speculated that also with the commercials and everything, possibly symbolizing the the Infinity Stones being created. So wh- what do we think about that? Because, again, like we... I, I want to say it's official. Like the Mind Stone is back in play now. Uh, what do you guys think? Like, do you think it's a fake? Like, L- Louis, what are your thoughts on that? So it was crazy because the 
Darcy had mentioned that uh, the the I forgot the, the head guy of Sword was tracking Vision and it was decaying vibranium, which is the first, I think that's the first time we've heard you know vibranium being the most powerful element yeah. or metal on Earth and possibly you know parts of the universe too that that's decaying like it's radiated. So like the Mindstone had to like have some like it gave Vision you know it it gave us Vision. So having that back, I don't know if Marvel wants to rush bringing back the stone so much, but I think if what you're saying is right, like Scarlet Witch bringing Vision to Agnes and then them trying to create, like bring bring back to life spell or try to bring back the stone, I wouldn't be surprised if another god like Mephisto was just like, what are you trying to do? Maybe I could help. And just, you know, just like I said, the monkey's paw thing is like, oh, you want Vision? Okay. Oh, he had the Mind Stone. Okay, that's even better. I like that idea. Like there's a there's going to be powerful forces that are going to be now that the stones are gone they can go into play because they know they can there's nothing that can stop them as far as they can tell so Mephisto obviously being like oh the the gems are gone like I can now I can like stretch my legs and like finally be free to like you know meddle in earthly like things that. he'd be like yeah like oh and now we got a witch here or we got Scarlet Witch. Wanda is just like, oh, now she wants my help. Like, even better. Like, that's my that's my platform to get into, into like onto Earth, and just you know do my little thing. I didn't even think. I didn't even think of that. I like that a lot. Yeah. Like these things, like these stones, have been like keeping even more powerful forces at bay. And now with like <laughs> them and Thanos out of the picture, somebody's got to fill the void. Yeah. It's one of those things, like just like we saw in the comics when. The annihilation wave was going on, right? Like other, there's other people that are just like taking spots of, like new empires. So yeah, I think that's if they're going the Mephisto route, I I would say it's going that and it's getting out of hand. He's the one that's altering reality, but he's using it as like Wanda as as the tool, as the agent. Like I said, like for sure. Like when when I saw her eyes glow like glow up, I'm like, it's a weird zoom in on her eyes. Yeah. But yeah, that's. It's. It, I love it though. It's asking so many questions, but the hexagonal thing. I've heard. I, I was reading on like how it's a hexagon, six-sided. Like all the sixes are there. I, I wouldn't be surprised if Marvel's just playing with our expectations too, and then it's gonna be like, oh no, it's, it's this, and you're like, of course it is. Something I meant to bring up last episode too was um, the hexagons. Apparently, uh, not apparently, but they, they have been in the MCU this whole time like uh, we got the hexagons in Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2 when Rocket and uh, oh, yeah, Yondu uh, yeah. they they you know space jump 700 oh. times you know so the hexagon is nothing new apparently so as far as like time acceleration and like time being suspended and everything I'm starting to think maybe that's just that's that's all it is like the hexagon is is like a symbol of time or something in the mcu um probably seeing dr strange too i think yeah yeah like the pocket dimension or something like that mm -hmm. and uh and then even in ant-man and the wasp when they're traveling through uh you know the the quantum realm mm. um you see um and then even age of ultron there's there's hexagons too but jumping back to what you were saying, though, Louis, like uh, I, I, I think I think a lot of people are on the same page as like even the three of us right now. Like it's it's there's obviously a dark presence. 
right now though, none of us think that Wanda is actually the antagonist, right? Nobody's. Are any of you thinking that? Uh, no, they're very much trying to make it out to be, but yeah, she might be like she goes in and out of it. She's not always lucid, and then sometimes she's like, "You're not supposed to be doing that." Oh, you didn't tell me you had plans. But then sometimes she's just like, "You can see she's legit scared." So then she's also very angry too. But another thing, she. It's weird because, so she hasn't had these reality changing powers. The last time we saw that was in Infinity War, right? When Thanos used it on Star-Lord, thinking that, you know, he had killed Thanos. And when everybody was going through, like, when she was expanding, well, she was expanding it, everything started to change. And she's able to walk in and out without issue. I feel like there's got to be something else at play there. So I want to jump on that real quick with her walking in and out of the field and everything, nothing happening to her. Everyone was, everyone's been kind of speculating over this where Vision, when he comes out, all of a sudden his body is being torn apart and being sucked back into the, into Westview. And people are saying, oh, he's not allowed to leave. He's stuck here. Maybe like, um, since he was created here, like he can't live outside of the bubble. Everybody is forgetting that last episode Wanda did something to the force field before she walked into it. Oh, so, yeah. mm-hmm. you know, like I'm thinking she put like she did something else to the force field because instead of it being like that clear television looking wave to it, now it's all mm. red. It wasn't red before. Like we got hints and, and a little bit of glowing here and there, but she definitely did something to it this time where it was like nobody's coming in and nothing's coming out unless I say so. So she could have she could have inadvertently torn vision apart when he was trying to leave. Yeah, that's what I think. Like he's yeah. not going to be he's now that he's stepped out. It's kind of like it's the, the reality has been broken for him now. So yeah. now when he goes back in, she can't change his mind. She can't. We already know that she can't control him. She can only like push him to certain things, but he has a mind of his own. And now going through the going through that static, I guess you I don't know what else. The barrier, like going through it twice, because she he went through it and then she expanded it, so he went through it again. I wouldn't be surprised if now he's going to be completely different. Mm-hmm. Same yeah. way that you know Darcy was or Rambo, which pretty sure that's how she's getting her powers. Yeah, third time so, through is the charm. So yeah, now Vision's going to be God knows what kind of version we're going to get of him. West Coast. Struck me. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> like, what struck me is uh, as weird was that i guess it like it makes sense because he said he doesn't remember anything before westview but when he's talking to agnes and she's like you're an avenger you can help her and he's like what's an avenger like mm-hmm. it really dawned on me like how little he actually knows about like life before this like what or what memories he has other than waking up and wanda being like we're in love yeah so i think it's, it's well that's the thing it's not the same vision because there's no way to implant memories into i guess a synthesoid of, of his you know like he just has to relearn it so jumping on those two subjects really quickly is first thing i wanted to jump on right in the beginning i i think louis you brought this up in the beginning of the episode when okay this is actually three things number one really quickly uh I'm just going to say it real quick and we could jump back into it. Uh, we got comic book versions of these characters. I just want to say that we got them in their com- their real comic yeah. book costumes. I'll jump back to that in a second. Uh, number two is in the beginning where Vision is finally kind of, it seems like he is starting to break away from this trance with Wanda because 
he says he's going out and she says, oh, that's not the plan. And he goes, isn't it? Or, you know, something along those lines. I think, think you brought that up, Louis. Uh, where it's like you can tell he is starting to fight. He is starting to break away from it. He is starting to become because that's what that's what computers do. They learn. They learn. You know? And then number three is at the end mentioning Agnes is they are trying so hard to make us not suspicious of her anymore, but I'm always going to be suspicious of Agnes. Yeah. Uh, she, why was she over there at that all by herself out in the middle of nowhere by herself with the lights flashing on in the darkness? Now, nah, she's over there for a reason and she is fucking awesome. I love her. Uh, yeah. But uh, with those three things, what did you guys think of the costumes? I, I loved it. Like I was I was geeking out the whole episode, especially like the very second that Billy showed up with the head wrap yeah. and the cape. I was like, <gasps> I thought of you when he popped up on screen. I was like, Perry's so happy so right dope. now. And even like Tommy, too, if I remember correctly, when they first find him before he gets his costume, like he's wearing the similar outfit that he was in this episode. There's civilian clothes. Oh, man. But, it, it's so I just love everything. It's, it's so tongue in cheek and it, it's a lot for us, but it's amazing that they did a Halloween episode and in a Halloween episode, you have to have children. So she's just like, all right, let's bring out the kids. Like, I've been waiting for them to show up. <laughs> yeah. Well, they, yeah, they had to. Like, there's no, you can't have, you know, now that there's kids in, in their house, I think one is just like, all right, let's have more children so it doesn't look suspicious. But with the costume, she's just like, oh, yeah, I'm a Sokovian fortune teller. Like, oh, yeah, sure. And then, like, right. and then Vision's a, a luchador. Yeah. I love like, that. You know, oh, I love this. That scene was so great when he's just like, well, you, I, this was the only thing in my closet. But you didn't really give yeah. me a choice. And she's like, huh? And he's just like, you, you know I love those luchadors. <laughs> wrestling. And she's like, me gusta mucho. And he's like, chili con carne. And I'm like, he doesn't know shit about <laughs> Mexican wrestling. He's just trying to save it. She's like, oh, yeah. Don't push. Don't push too much. Which, make, which makes me think, like, this entire time he's just, like, had one outfit in this closet. And that's the only reason he's been wearing these costumes. Well, I guess it's just saying she's dressing him up. Yeah. She, he's like he's like the Ken doll. She's like, well, you made me wear this, so I don't it's really like have any agency. She only puts one outfit in the closet at every day. Like, this is what you're wearing today. This is what you're wearing today. This is what you're going to wear this. Yeah. And you can't wear your tweed 50s suit on Halloween in the early 2000s. And then we get Quicksilver in his costume, which the giant blowout with the two horns. <laughs> uh, once he came running back and I was like, oh, my God, this is perfect. And the fact that we got an entire 30 minutes of this is I, I texted you this, Perry, like my life can't get any better after this. Like, you know, they've made jokes about the not so much jokes about it, but I remember when the first X-Men movie came out and they weren't wearing their comic appropriate costumes you know they they were wearing the leather everyone's like why aren't they wearing their costumes this is why it looks ridiculous you know mm -hmm. you do have to change it up make it you know update it make it look a little bit more modern um that's why and you see that even in like the captain america movies how much his costume evolves over time uh and the reason why spider-man's is you know they put scales on it and made it more they made it darker tones not the bright loose loose fitting material and then and it's like just think about that imagine really imagine wolverine in the yellow yellow suit with the blue speedo you know like it's 
it's going to be rough. So like it, I'm ecstatic that we got them in the costumes though, because it is such like, that is probably some of the best fan service I've ever seen. Um, and I was, I was absolutely, absolutely ecstatic about it. Go ahead, Perry. Especially be able to work it into the storyline and like, just lean into the ridiculousness of it. Yeah. Saying you're a luchador, Mm -hmm. you're a luchador, (laughs) you know? And then Quicksilver didn't even explain his costume. It was just like, hey, we, me and him have a blowout now, and we've got lightning going across their shirt. Yeah. Oh, I love it. It's so it's it's such it's so iconic, and they you know Marvel's done always done a great job in paying homage to certain things. And I went, this is probably like the greatest thing that you know for not well not this but like all this in continuation from the beginning, but like Stan Lee and Jack Kirby like drawing these characters, putting them on the page, and now. Like you said, Rob, it's it's ridiculous seeing it. Like I would, met, I I think Perry and I talked about this when we were watching Luke Cage. Like seeing Luke Cage in a yellow shirt with a tiara on, like really that would really break take you out of the take you out of the immersion of the experience. But it was so cool. It's just like they're playing with it. It's Halloween. Like this is the time to do it. Yeah. If not any other time, this is it right now. It, it was Absolutely. it was perfect perfect timing, and it just you know it makes the kid in you happy. Like. Hmm? You can't. You, uh, the fact that we've gotten, you know, we've seen the Infinity War play out on screen. Ten-year-old me, I never thought we would have gotten that. You know, mm-hmm. uh, the fact that I'm, you know, we're seeing Scarlet Witch and the Vision, you know, in their comic book costumes. Now we're in, we're in our thirties. Like ten-year-old me, yeah, probably would have wanted to see that. And then as we grew up, it's like, yeah, it's ridiculous. But now actually seeing it on screen, it's, you know, again, I said this to you, Perry, like, can life get any better? (laughs) You know, it's it's amazing, like what we're living in right now. Uh, One thing I do want to jump to now is we covered those two. Uh, Agnes, let's let's jump over to Agnes now. Uh, She shows up uh, twice in this episode, opening the opening sake. Uh, title montage uh, she's bent over at the fridge and she's being a little naughty <laughs> honestly does it say naughty well that's that could be a clue too she's got naughty written on her ass yeah. <laughs> she's she's been a bad girl um she <laughs> once vision is walking around you know he's walking around westview and everything darcy monica jimmy and i do want to jump over to those three at some point in time too um but when they're in the lab and they're looking at the map and they're seeing all the people like these people over here are moving but then all these people over here are frozen why aren't why aren't they moving and then we cut to westview and vision's walking around and this is the creepy shit i i like i'm so like this is so creepy like when we see the people stuck in in the same motion repeated over and over like the woman putting up the decoration her hand going back and forth and the man putting down the jack-o'-lantern on the ground repeatedly when you see the tear fall from her face and i know everybody felt this when they saw this but i was i I got the chills when i saw that i was like this is this is such an amazing scene and it's so creepy and that's when i'm gonna say i love the show so much that's another reason why i love the show it's almost like if Wanda and Vision and the kids aren't within that area, it's like those guys, everyone else just has to stay on pause at this time until we yeah. get there. And like how long, because like that's the outskirts of town she tells the kids never to go to. Yeah. Like does this mean that they've been like frozen like that? 
for however many days. Yeah, and conscious and stuck that way for like however many days that this has been going on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's crazy. That's why I don't think that. Uh, well, I guess it's wherever the camera needs to be. Right? Yeah. Because what we saw, you know, with Vision and Agnes didn't premiere on One Division because they're following, you know, the kids, Quicksilver and Scarlet. Yeah. So everybody, it's outside of that perimeter. I guess she doesn't want them to be on. Like they, they won't move until they're on screen, or they might just never move at all because she either can't control them or the it's too close to the perimeter. I don't know. But Agnes being there was, just gave me the reason. Like she became aware and just tried to get away. And then she got to the stop sign, and then that's where, like, Wanda got her back. Or she just is always aware, and she was wanting to point vision in the direction. Like, she had the spotlights on, and, like, the car there, and Vision's like, all right, what's going on? And then she compels him to go outside, which could be another thing. We haven't seen her husband. We don't know who her husband is, and we're all, like, very suspicious of her. Who knows how, like, how that's planned out. If, if they actually wanted vision, that was, like, their... Thing to do, and even the general's like, "Wow, he he actually does want out." And now that he's been out, how maybe he might be like, "Is that a different vision?" And maybe that's what Agnes and maybe Mephisto wanted. But it's cool, like like. But going back to what you said, Rob, just everybody being motionless, it's it makes the show more compelling because it's so funny. It can be so cheerful, but in the in the background, it's this horror that's that's just overshadowing everything. Yeah. Now she's just added more people to it. Yeah, yeah, and they were animated and moving, so we'll see like how that, how she's able to maybe get more unhinged because it's a larger area to control or more powerful. You know, you're saying with Agnes being out there in the middle of nowhere, Vision goes back into his Avengers outfit and everything. He flies up and he's looking around, and all of a sudden he just sees these lights over there and everything. And when Agnes is there, how, a lot of people have speculated this. Why is it that she's the only one that, not that she's the only one, but she's able to talk to Vision when she's in this trance and everything, and then he touches her, and after he touches her, she's saying, you know, dead, 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 over and over again. And it was very alarming. And uh, Perry, I think you, you touched on this too. Like, how much of it is it that he doesn't remember where... He doesn't even remember being an Avenger. Like, he really doesn't remember anything before Westview, essentially, even like the first episode that we got of WandaVision. But going back to Agnes, though, is there is a reason why she was there pointing her headlights at that section of the map, you know? Like, she's over there for a reason because she wants him to try to leave, I think. And here's something that's that's interesting. These past few weeks, I've been calling Agatha Mephisto's right-hand person. Apparently, Agatha wasn't really a bad guy in the comics. Uh, I don't know a whole lot about her, but apparently she w- was actually like the nanny for the Fantastic Four. And uh, she was actually Wanda's like tutor in the comics. Mm. And she... Uh, you know, she dabbled with Mephisto here and there, but uh, apparently she wasn't a bad person in the comics, as uh, a lot of people were making her out to be. But did, did you guys know anything uh, as far as Agatha goes in the comics? Uh, I just know that she was a witch. I do, I do recall hearing that she was like a mentor or tutor to Wanda. Uh, so there, I, I think there's nefarious things going on, but I know that they're exploring the magic realm aspect of 
the Marvel Universe now. So, you know, we're going to see more Doctor, like, more Doctor Strange, more Wanda, but we're going to see other characters. Like, I really want to see Brother Voodoo. Uh, but, like, other, like, Agnes, though, being, if she's Agatha and a witch, I would, yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if, like, they're all seeking each other's help or Wanda knew her or something like that and was seeking her out or found out there was a witch in Westview that could help. Because we still don't know who the, the witness protection person is either, right? It's a it's supposed to be a right. male. Yeah, it's a man. Yeah. But, hey, that's all going to come into play. Uh, it's no coincidence that they put Agnes in there. Yeah. She was over she was over there at that stop sign on Ellis Ave for a reason. And it's not and she's always been like one of the center she's a she's a secondary character on Wonder Vision. And she's always yeah. she's the next door neighbor. She's always like, you know, in the kitchen helping out or like She's always there when you need something. Mm. Yeah. She's always, she brought the dinner, she brought the dog house. She's she knows she's gonna be there whenever you need something. Um because she's so naughty. And Going back to the kids, too. Louis brought this up before. Um, there were no kids, and that's mentioned last episode, too, where Vision says, where are all the kids? Where are all the kids? So you got to wonder if this is Wanda trying to fix that aspect of... Because even Petro in this episode says, hey, where'd you pull all these kids from? You got to wonder if she... Where did she pull the kids from? Like, were they in hiding? Did she suck them into Westview... Uh, where do you, where do you think they came from? There's also a lot of speculation that a lot of people in the in Westview are dead and they've been reincarnated. I'm not so much following that that theory. Um, but uh, Perry, what are your thoughts on that? Where do you think the kids came from? Uh, what are they doing there? Uh, do you think that is actually they are here based on the fact that Vision was questioning there being no kids last episode? I think that they've been here the whole time just like kind of going off of Pietro's theory that like they were just like asleep in the house at this point until like Wanda needed them to either round out the cast or like have playmates for Billy and Tommy but like I think that because like going all the way back to the second episode when they keep saying for the children I feel like these people have been like going along with this just to get their children to wake up or to get them back into their lives yeah I think they're in the know that it wasn't well they went through the stages right of like it's we're going through stages of their through the episode we're going through stages of their relationship so in the first episode they're like yeah maybe we should get married and it's just like oh yeah by the way like you know it progresses and then when now when they had children like there's no excuse like there can't just be two children in westview we've been doing all this for the children and then when vision starts to like realize that like wanda messed up and she's just like now all right now we're gonna do a halloween episode you know all the children who i would i would expect either were asleep or even worse, that they've been awake this whole time and just, like, mm. motionless. Uh, but this was the moment for, like, bringing it out and everything. Kind of, like, try to paint a brush or paint over something that, you know, Vision's already seen and won't forget. This kind of... I don't know if you guys have ever watched the 4400. That's where the people, they're abducted and then they, they're they they gone for, like, years. And then all of a sudden the, they, they come back and they're yeah, the they same age and everything, right? The same age as when they got abducted and they all have, yeah. like, superpowers now. Or like different abilities. There was one episode where women had taken over this town and had a dance competition that had been going on for three days, and she just had all these people just like dancing and until the the like one of the protagonists like came in, got her to stop, and as soon as like the spell ended, they all just dropped to the floor because their bodies had just been like nonstop dancing for that long, 
Like, I wonder if this is like a similar thing that she's doing where she's just puppeteering, like puppeting all these people. And then the second she stops, like all these children and people are just going to have this horror dawn on them. It's going to yeah. be like hundreds or thousands of people just screaming in unison. I mean, probably that teardrop said a lot, man. Yeah, well, the the one guy in the office started freaking out. He's like, I need to call my sister. Like, I haven't talked to anybody. You need to, like, you need to help us. Agnes being like that. And even the oh, the guy that was Frankenstein, that one. Oh, Her- Herb. Herb, yeah. He was just I like, was so happy something? he was back. Yeah. yeah. He's like, do you need something on it? Do you need something? Do you want me to change something? Or do you need, like, you want, like, you, they are self-aware. They're just like, don't mess with her. That's the thing. Like, how much self-awareness do these people have? Some of them have at least some sense of free will yeah agnes and herb were talking you know independent from what was going on because they weren't in the scene and but herb was still cutting like like he wasn't aware of his own actions like he could just talk and just be like oh what what about that and he just can't stop the motion because he's physically unable to but he can still have like moments of lucidity and say like oh do you need something changed or something wrong all that kind of crazy stuff that kind of like implies she's yeah she's puppeteering them but not so much whether or not they're still being aware of it like they're still conscious of it like that lady crying yeah like you can tell there's there's still glitches um essentially within it because with the woman crying her cutting through the wall like there there are still glitches to it uh the fact that that her herb is self-aware though was like something that kind of like because other than agatha or uh, I'm sorry, um, Agnes, last episode when she asks her, like, do you want me to do it again? Do you want me to take it from the top? Um, this is the second time we're seeing someone being self-aware mm-hmm. of this world. They're not they're not just going along with the with the show. Um, so it, I'm starting to get a little curious about her now. Um, you know, there, there's been talks of maybe it's not just one villain. Maybe there's multiple villains like they're, you know, Mephisto, the Grim Reaper, um, Nightmare. Uh, there's talks about Ultron possibly coming back now. Uh, there's, uh, who's to say we only have one antagonist going on here? Um, That'd be a hell of a reveal. She's like one of like four or five that are just running around Westview. There's like four different villains. Like, oh man, that would be too much. That would be Spider-Man <laughs> all over again. <laughs> well, well, it's crazy because it's or Batman so many... and Robin. Oh, oh god, my favorite movie. Bomb. I love that movie. Chill. Um, I watch that movie every what once in a while. What killed the dinosaurs? <laughs> um, thing to say. Oh yeah, but no, there's so many crazy things because it's like, why is there a broadcast like a show? And we're seeing it; it's all layered, right? So there's a show. There's like what's going on inside WandaVision. That's aware to only Wanda. Vision has his own like view of everything, but the people like Sword is watching in on this, and then we're watching in on that. Like, why is the WandaVision a thing? Why is it being broadcast? To who or from what? And what like what is the purpose of it? Is she is she asking for help? Like, is she is that the only way for her to like communicate outside that you know something's going on or what it is? Because all like this is for, or it could be something that like. Yeah, it's like for Mephisto's entertainment or somebody else's entertainment. Like they're, they say like, well, Rob, you, like we all know about it. Like when you want to make a show, you have a production crew and everything. You need to have all the elements to have it to go onto screen. So maybe they needed a Scarlet Witch. Maybe they needed a Vision. Maybe somebody else is pulling this and they're just like letting 
letting them go through those motions so they can get something in the end. And that's not that's not a bad that's not a bad way of looking at it. Saying like this is for Mephisto's entertainment. That's that's a that's something I haven't thought of like at all. Really, is that Mephisto is doing this just for his own personal entertainment and other reasons? Uh, but I I they do kind of they kind of answer how it's being broadcasted because it has to do with the radiation frequencies. Mm. Um, Darcy says that in the one episode, I think where she, cause the only re- way she, or the only reason why she's able to pick it up is because she's using like an old school television or whatever in the one episode. But uh, she says something along the lines of, of how she's able to pick it up. And I don't think it was intentionally meant to be seen. I think it just has to do with the, the frequency that is going over and that's how they're picking it up. Mm-hmm. Uh, but but then also, I mean, it, it is questionable. Like, I'm going to contradict myself. There is why is Billy talking to a non-existent camera? You know, yeah. And the, uh, I think in the waves that they said um, that Darcy found, I think that was reminiscent of the Big Bang. Yeah. So I was just like, that's the yeah, you know, like I have a hint of just like creation being made in some way or form, and if there's like creation through magic. You know, a lot of people could be interested in that. Mm. Like you're a magician or something. <laughs> so I just got like a picture of like all these like stage magicians just like making a run for the hexagon to like get out <laughs> of their secrets. <laughs> <He's>... <laughs> <laughs> it's like a bunch of guys in top hats and capes. <laughs> now you got Chris Angel running up to it. I want to be real. <laughs> <laughs> Another thing too is like now that the twin like the twins have developed their powers this episode and like Billy's medium awareness came along in tandem with him developing his abilities. So I wonder if now since he's got his mother's powers, is he gonna be like a second protagonist? Is this gonna turn into like is he gonna be like almost like a an unintentional spanner in the works? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or is yeah, he gonna yeah, he might be able to start looking outside of Westview now that he's like, Oh yeah, don't overgo there, but he saw the visions of he saw the visions of vision. Uh, he was able to see vision and then see the soldiers. Maybe he's going to start thinking, "What's outside of Westview? Why doesn't Mom want us to go out?" Well, I'm a witch too. I'm a kid. You know, Billy can run around and do his own thing. Like, why can't I do that too? Maybe we see that. Now I'm worried about the two of them getting out, and then mm-hmm. immediately being captured by Sword. Yeah, just like you know. Well, I guess they didn't take. Pietro and Wanda, they volunteered, right, to Hydra? I don't, oh, yeah, if Hydra might be involved in this? I doubt it, but... Yeah, that's been up for speculation, too. I mean, I, I'm, you know, I hope Hydra... I hope Hydra's, like, a dead storyline. I hope we don't get Hydra back, but... Yeah, I'm a little done. Like, I'm done with Hydra. <laughs> it's It's been beaten. It's Hydra's been beaten up so many times. It's just like that... Uh, it's, uh... Did, have you guys ever watched Teen Wolf on MTV? Yes. They keep bringing back the same guy every season. It's like there was one season where we got the Dread Doctors and I was like, oh, these guys are awesome. These are so cool. And then all of a sudden it was that wolf from like the werewolf from season one and two. And I'm like, yeah, Peter. Yeah, it's like, I'm done with Peter, man. The Dread Doctors were cool. And now they're gone because we got to deal with fucking Peter again. I don't want to deal with fucking Peter. Yeah, they even stuffed him in. They even stuffed him in when the uh, when they had the writers on the storm. Yes, oh, yeah. Like the camera pans and like he's just chilling at the train station. I'm like, really? We just can't get rid of this motherfucker. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> that, and that's how I feel about Hydra. Like I, I'm, I'm good. Like I don't, I, I don't want Hydra anymore. Um, 
if they come back in, I get it, but I don't want them. If they're going to come back, I'd rather they bring Red Skull with them. Yeah. Shit, maybe he's the one doing this. This is what he's been up to after he got off Vormir. <laughs> yeah, he's bored. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. If this ends with like him on Vormir, like with a remote, he just shuts the TV off and he's like, it was a good season. <laughs> oh god. It was all a dream. That's well, going to... That's going to kill Winter Soldier or Falcon and Winter Soldier and Loki. Then nobody's watching that shit after this. Or it ends with Patrick Duffy in the shower. <laughs> <laughs> we... <laughs> oh my god. Well, that considering the show's being broadcast and we're only going to get what four more three more episodes. Yeah. Yeah, so, so I I just recently read that uh this may or may not be true. But the last three episodes are going to be an hour each. Yes. Perfect. That's six hours in total, right? They're shorting us pretty damn good. Yeah. Um, well, I think the first episode, the first episode was like 30 minutes in total, but seven minutes of it was end credits. Because I think end yeah. credits are, are seven minutes every episode. Yeah, about, yeah, about so, that. So it's like the episodes are getting a little bit longer as they go on. So, yeah, if we're getting. Because we've been saying we want more, so if the last three episodes are an hour apiece, ah, uh, yeah, please, please. God, I feel like Feige and like Disney are just like drug dealers right now, just like slowly doling yeah. out the MCU. Like that taste? Like that taste, huh? You want a little more? Yeah, we had the year withdrawal. And we're just like, give it to us, give me, give me, give me, give me. Fairy, that's what we were saying when we did the first episode, right? Yeah. <laughs> oh, it was so great to see the first episode. It was come on, really... come on, give me more. Yeah. <laughs> come on. What I'm thinking is, so now, considering the show, the series, WandaVision is a series like we're watching, but also inside the 616 universe, what's the series finale going to be like? So it's got to end, right? But when it ends for us, it won't end as much for them. Like, what implications, like, what ramifications are going to be, like, that screen or that, whatever that static is, probably ain't going away so it's either going to expand the whole world or it's going to collapse and then we're going to see from there like that's what i'm really that's what i'm most looking forward to as well as everything else like getting answered but like imagine it's just like oh show like you know sometimes tv shows are kind of aware they're like all right we need to get rid of all these plot points because the show's ending and you know this you know with the exception of lost of course um but like if they do that within their universe, that'd be really cool to see. Just like, oh no, we didn't talk about this. Like, what happened here? What happened here? Like, kind of like a catch-up episode of all these details because their time is running out. Or say like, imagine if the second to last episode, you're like, oh no, we're canceled. Like now we gotta. This is gonna be our last. This is our last show. Let's bring all the stops and like all the craziness gonna come out. That's you know we've been seeing it just tenfold. Bringing like all the old, like all the old special guests back. Mm-hmm. Maybe the ones that haven't been showing up in a while, like uh, forgot the names. Mr. Hart. Like, yeah, Mr. Hart, uh, the uh, the meat neighbor. Yeah, it'd be funny if they came back like still black and white. Oof. <laughs> <laughs> Just like no, yeah, no, no color palette to them. I wonder if there's gonna be like there's got to be some side effects from all this happening. What if some of the people are still like stuck black and white now? <laughs> oh shit. Yeah, she's able to alter that. Like there was, the world was devoid of color. Hey, did you 
did you guys catch in the beginning when um, Vision, he's talking about going out on patrol and Pietro says, hey, kids need a father figure. I've got the XY chromosome. Like, did you guys catch that? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It, it shout out to me because I was like, like, I really obviously this is where we're getting the X-Men from. Like, I don't think I don't know how else they're going to do it. But like, I, I do have a strong feeling that we're going to get the X-Men from this this whole uh, series. Um, but I'm glad you guys caught it. That was my only thing I had to throw out there. Yeah, maybe this is a maybe the process of like going through the void or going through the barriers, like just making these people mutants now. I mean, it's happening to Monica. Yeah, yeah, she's, she's getting mutated. Yeah. She's or maybe uh, twice. I think yeah. it could be dependent on how often you go through and like what happens within that world. Because now, now that we have Billy and Tommy with powers. Are we going to see other, like, after this is done, are other people in Westview going to have these powers? Or have, like, similar things? Maybe that's going to be the finale, like, however this disperses. Maybe it'll be, like, a... like oh, that... Like, M-Day. Yeah. Like, there was just, like, a... There was an epicenter from where Wanda was at, and they just moved out across the world. That would be interesting, kind of like how we saw when Thanos snapped away the Infinity Stones. Mm-hmm. Like, that radiation going everywhere. Yeah. And that'd be cool if, like, say, like, you know, when I was going, like, back to what I was saying, like, say there's a series finale, like, all right, this is the last episode, and then the screen just comes down, but nothing changes back. So everybody's exactly how they were inside WandaVision, but now the screen's just gone. Like, the reality's kind of, like, the, the veil's been lifted, so to speak. That'd be pretty cool to see, too. So, like, oh, what is that? However, like, 10,000 inhabitants in Westview are now mutants. So, I, always, I always figured the, uh, the mutant apocalypse would start in New Jersey. <laughs> so let's talk about this commercial i was oh my god first off i love the style <laughs> like, yeah that was, yeah, like, that was so 90s so yeah, 90s early 90s like <laughs> the colors Duke. Like, the colors like that wasn't yeah. claymation but still it's that style yeah remind me like the dunkaroos or like the hot the what is it the kool-aid jello yeah or the, the bubble the bubble gum those bubble gum commercials yeah mm-hmm. it's crazy like these commercials are just so so interesting uh, to trying to just dissect because it's it could be very layered, just like time passing and the guy dying, even though he has the magic, like he has the sustenance, but it doesn't matter. Like if you can't, you, if you don't, if you can't use it right or you can't, I guess, unseal it, you die. Ooh, I wonder if that's like, I wonder if that's a metaphor for like how she's been using her powers up to this point. Like she's been using her, like yeah. a, she's been using like a kind of like a nation form of it and just like doing little bits and tricks here without ever truly tapping into and, like, opening up that container. And this passage of time reminded me of, like, the Time Stone. Mm. Just like how he was, how Thanos was able to manipulate time with the Time Stone and bring Vision back along with the Mind Stone. But this is going forward. Mm. And, like, he's decaying, even though he has imagined, like, death is inescapable in a sense. But, God, like, it's so layered. I don't know how uh, you can apply it to so many things, so many ideas and stuff. And that's what makes it so cool the first first time watching this scene the trailer i didn't i was having a hard time connecting it to anything and then watching it you know 20 more times is that it, it's interesting because you know the, the character is on the island and then this uh you know in animation you have something that comes up with sharp teeth big eerie smile you know something like a you know having the shark it's a everyone's scared of in the ocean because it's a predator um you can compare like the shark to maybe something like Mephisto. Not saying that the shark is Mephisto, but like, um, you know, these commercials are supposed to be revolving or theorized, theoretically revolving around Wanda's life 
and her timeline and everything. So if this is the point in Wanda's life where she met an evil presence or predator such as Mephisto, um, who said, having a hard time, here's, you know, here's a little bit more magic and um, whatever, uh, essentially. But like, uh, it's, it's, it's to me, like if it, if it is following her timeline and everything in her life, I, I can compare the shark to that evil presence, whether it's Mephisto or not, but that evil presence uh, offering her more power to be happy and be in a better place in her life as opposed to feeling alone on an island, essentially. Um, And there's, even though that this presence gave her that power, she still doesn't know how to handle it, which is why you see the character having a hard time opening the the container. Um, As powerful as Wanda is, I mean, you even see it in the show, as powerful as she is, she still doesn't have full control over Mm -hmm. this town, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to equate this commercial to an Infinity Stone because we've done this with all the other commercials. Uh, I think this is uh, going to equal out to the Soul Stone because you do see the body deteriorate over time, which is like the soul leaving the body. Um, so now that's uh, what is that? That's uh, Stone Number Five. Yeah, because we didn't get a commercial two episodes ago. Yeah. Oh yeah, true. Because it was. Yeah, they showed the Tesseract kind of looking thing. Yeah. Yeah, you got the... All right, so so far we've got the toaster, which could be... I think that one's like... They said that it's the the bomb, the, the Tony Stark missile before yeah. they did probably your bomb. Yeah, so that there's that, but as far as the Infinity Stones go, well, Hydra Soap was supposed to be like the Tesseract. Um, you got the watch, which was supposed to be like the Time Stone. You've got uh, last episode, which was the towel commercial where the liquid on the table was supposed to be like the, the ether. ether. And I guess the, the, the I forgot what the first commercial was. Maybe it was the Power Stone. Um, but yeah, I, w- I would equate this the, this commercial to the the Soul Stone, theoretically, if if it involves the, the well, Infinity funny, yeah. Stones. Crazy, because even in the episodes or like within the show... In WandaVision, like as they're watching it, all this, everything is kind of being applied from the stones too, right? Reality is being changed. They're jumping time, you know, to different eras. You know, clearly, she's using mind control, uh, or somebody's using mind control on some of these people. You know, wielding awesome power. Uh, and I guess yeah, like at the core of it is the Soul Stone, right? To try to, you know, try to get life. I'm wondering. If, I don't know if they'll try to rush this back, but I think for sure there's there's going to be entities that have dabbled in all this stuff, but the stone was like the be all end all. And now that it's gone, they'd be like, all right, well, you don't have that, but I can give you this. What do you guys think about, uh, so Pietro, this episode was really like trying her patience. Mm -hmm. And especially like, like right before she blasts him, when he's just like, what your dead husband can't get any deader. (laughs) Mm -hmm. He says your dead husband can't die twice. Yeah. And she blasts him. So I'm wondering if he was used also as a distractor because she also said, she was like, that wasn't me. Like, I'm not the one that, like, created or brought Pietro back. Yeah. Uh, whether that's true or not, but we'll, we'll take it as a fact for right now. He acted as the distraction so Vision could go out and seek out the world. Because otherwise, one would have been like, oh, no, like, if Pietro's not there, she should be like, oh, like, I'll just go with you or, you know, yeah. be more mindful of it rather than just being like, all right, well, I'll just hang out with my brother. <clears throat> 
So I think that could have been a distraction for him to go out and breach for, I don't know, maybe to expand. Like, because of he, he stepped out, she didn't go out and get him this time. Like, she walked out to pull up the, to give him the drone. Instead, she just expanded the world. Yeah, I would say, because um, jumping back to last episode, uh, her saying, I didn't do that, which is another reason why I think Pietro isn't really Pietro. I do think mm-hmm. it's that evil presence. And he he says, I'm here to distract you. It's like, yeah, something something's up with Pietro. Uh, and I, I'm a, you know, I was completely wrong last week saying he wasn't going to have speed powers uh, just because he has speed powers. I don't think that necessarily makes him Pietro. Like, you know, anybody with that much power can probably manipulate something like that or make it seem like something like that. Yeah, because uh, I mean, you even think back to Age of Ultron pietro didn't act the way this one does either like it's not the same personality like i i'll be honest with you i had fun with quicksilver from x-men but i adored quicksilver from age of ultron um yeah i i adored that 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 guy so much um and it's two completely different characters um Mm -hmm. but what what do you guys think for in that scenario uh it's cool cool. oh sorry you you want to start here no you can go uh, I think it's cool that they were like, oh, wow, they, they recast Pietro. And we all know it's like a certain type of recasting. But it'd be cool to see if Vision were, say this is a real Pietro, and like he, he taps, like Vision taps Pietro to like try to get him to like get like get out of one's control for a bit and just be like, yo, I don't have a sister. Who are you? Where am I? And try to like leave just like straight up uh, until he you know, gets harangued back in. Or we find out who it is. When Vision's just like a little more speculative about it, because Vision, because we don't know what kind of Vision we're gonna get back to, like he's gonna be pissed. Imagine Vision comes back, touches Pietro's head, and he goes, "What are you doing?" Yeah, no. that's yeah. not gonna work. Or just like, yeah, he's like, stop. <laughs> he's like, just like, stop that. That'd be cool. Kind of reminds me of a uh, Henry, Henry Killinger and uh, Venture Brothers. <laughs> I never watched Venture Brothers. Oh, you love it. When uh, when Orpheus tries to like get into his mind, he's like, "Oh, oh silly yeah, Billy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude, you love Venture Brothers. This is really good." And, uh, my brother watched it. He, he uh, uh, I'll check that out. Well, you're lucky because you, we'd have to. How was it? Like six seasons, right, Perry? Yeah. Over a span of like 15 years or something like that. Yeah. Holy shit! So yeah, I could yeah. just knock it out and not have to wait. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's canceled now, so <laughs> or, you know, as like, as of right now, but you never know. Yeah, there's rumors it'll be coming back for at least a special or a season, but we'll never it'll know. Be like eight years from now. Yeah. Guys, I I'm uh I'm a little tapped out of out of stuff to talk about right now. My notes are cleared out. Uh, Perry, you got anything else? Uh, just how awesome Jimmy Woo was. Yeah. Showing those combat skills. <laughs> Throwback to last week, man. You uh you kind of called this. You said the three of them were going to go off and do their own thing, which it seems like they're they're starting to do now. Uh, that was badass watching him kick kick their ass. I, I love that. Yeah, I love how easy it was for them to just like jump them, steal their shit, and then like drive off <laughs> with one yeah. of their trucks. <laughs> you saw he made the first move too, right? Yeah. It wasn't mine. Yeah, yeah, he, he was the was, first one to do it. It's like, oh like, shit, Jimmy's got like, some fights. Damn. <laughs> I'm glad they're they're really like bringing up his character. He's he's great. Him just as an actor as well. He's been he's always a delight. Yeah. Um, but I love one of my favorite scenes. Just. Briefly, I guess before was that uh, the one the general guy was just like 
Um, which one is using sassy best friend? He's like, don't you sass my friends while I, like, I'm going to sass you. <laughs> he's like, don't you say that to your colleagues. Uh, he's just, it's great. Really looking forward to who they're meeting at the Ridge. I think yeah. I, I heard a little bit of spoilers of who it might be. But... I wonder if this will be the big, uh... the big cameo. Yeah. Well, they might save that. Yeah, we got to wait for that one. It turns out it's like some like random like secondary character from like one of the older Marvel movies. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, what if it's what's his name? Um fuck. Martin Starr or something like that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he was in Hulk and then he was in Spider Man and now he's gonna be in the No. <laughs> Spruce Campbell. Oh <laughs> that'd, be, that'd be great. Cause he because uh yeah, because Rami's doing uh Multiverse of Madness, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So maybe maybe Bruce Campbell is the the one that opens the door to the multiverse. <laughs> Damn. Who knows? Yeah, who knows? Uh, Louie, you got anything else you want to add on to here? No, I think we covered everything. It's it's so much to unpack, and I'm, I'm glad that, you know, I think we've hit on everything that called out to me or, you know, piqued my interest. Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm pretty much out, too. Uh, you guys about ready to wrap it up, then? Yeah. Yeah. Louie, anything you want to plug, promote, throw out there? Uh, no, nothing like not that I can think of. What, just like things I've been watching, or uh, any, yeah, anything, anything, uh, recommendations, uh, anything you got going on? Not this time around. Maybe probably probably next time. All right, word. <laughs> Thanks. Uh, uh, Perry. Same. <laughs> Same thing. Word. We'll try, we'll try again <laughs> next episode. <laughs> I got nothing going on either, guys. Don't worry about it. We're all good. I should, uh, I should just start like having like random jobs or like things that I'm doing each <laughs> each episode. It's like, well, getting a race car driver didn't quite work out. But, uh, <laughs> maybe maybe Luchador will work next week. <laughs> See, guys, last week I killed a guy. <laughs> <laughs> I got nothing else either. Uh, Lou, man, thanks for coming on, buddy. Uh, it's good talking to you. I'm loving the hair. Don't stop. <laughs> Never go back. Never, never going back. <laughs> uh, Perry, as always, man, can't wait to talk to you next week. Uh, Lou, if you want to come back next week and chat about episode seven, man, you're more than welcome. Yeah, I'm definitely down. Thank you for having me. It was a great delight. Hey, man. Always love talking shop with you. Hell yeah. Yeah. And uh, with that, everybody. Thank you for tuning in to Gizmo's Corner yet again. This has been Out of the Panels. And we'll catch you next time. We're going to be talking Episode 7 of WandaVision. And if another trailer comes out, hopefully not, because we don't have to spend another hour talking about a Snyder Cut. But <laughs> tune in next time, guys. All right.